This is Gabriella Wilder, mindset junkie and obsessed with living my best life. I will be teaching you to be the wildest, most raw and unedited version of yourself and to be unapologetic about it. You are a wilder one, you are a rock star, and your dreams can manifest into your reality. Here's your weekly dose of inspiration, woo-woo tips and tricks, and affirmations to make you feel super high vibe. This is the Live Your Wildest Life Podcast. Hey, hey, hey. We are back in freaking action and i am so excited we are back from our hiatus which started in december um unintentionally honestly guys like i did not expect to be out of the podcast game for this many months um but life happened and i feel like that's the realest explanation i can give you um life happened work happened vacations happened family happened um just finding time for me happened and like that was the most important thing that I could have taken the last couple months to do so I am so happy that I did that but now I'm so happy to be back with you guys um we are starting off the coming out of the hiatus with three brand new interview episodes so excited um, so the next three weeks will be interview episodes and then, um, we'll see what goes from there. I might do some solo ones, kind of catch you guys up on what I've been doing in the last couple months. I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, um, which if you don't yet go and give me a follow at Gabriella Wilder with a three. So G-A-B-R-I-3-L-L-A Wilder. Um, you'll see what I was up to. I mean, definitely really really busy the last couple months um but it was it's been incredible so um yeah the next three episodes will be interview episodes and i am so excited for you guys to hear them to fall in love with these girls as much as i have um to find inspiration honestly my biggest goal with this podcast is that every single person that listens can grab one little nugget or more of wisdom from each episode I feel like the girls that I've been bringing on and like hopefully I bring on some men in the future um but the guests that I have been getting on um the guests that I speak to the guests that I'm really connecting with um they all resonate with me and hopefully you as the listener and they all have their own perspectives they all have their own way of doing things and they all have their niche they all have their own specialty Um, so I'm really, really, really excited for you guys to just get this new wave of inspiration, this new wave of, um, positivity, this new, like, wisdom, and, um, I hope you guys fall in love with the guests and give them a follow, and, um, if they resonate with you, I mean, reach out to them. I know that, um, me being a guest on other people's podcasts, I love when people reach out to me. So if something they said on one of the interview podcasts resonates with you, like go give them a follow, send them a message, um, let them know you were listening or um, screenshot the episode while you're listening and like tag me, tag them. Um, That's the biggest way that we can grow this. That's the biggest way we can sort of get all of our messages out there is by sharing um, online and just sort of saying what resonates and like 
saying what um, makes us feel good, what lights us up. And if something speaks to us, I mean, it takes nothing to share it and promote it. And you could be helping so many other people find something that they were looking for just by sharing. So um, yeah, let's get into this week's episode. And I'm so excited for you guys. I brought on um, one of my favorite people that I follow on Instagram, Camille. And uh, she's from Rituals and Crystals. And um, we actually met back in the fall. And um, she's a fellow Canadian girl. So I'm so excited to bring her on the podcast. And she focuses on astrology. So she resonates with the term spiritual sister um, as you'll hear her talk about in the episode and we literally get into um, sun signs moon signs ascendant we get into what the houses mean we talk about the full moon that was on monday um, and how that was in virgo which is like my moon house and what that all means Um, we talk about things to look for in your chart and it was just a mind-blowing episode and I learned so many new things about astrology that I didn't even know um I feel like she's so wise and um she just knows so much about astrology and really stepping into your power and your purpose and not being afraid to go after your dreams um not being afraid to dream big and she's a really 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 big advocate in using your chart to sort of help you on your path of discovery help you on your path to your purpose but also um using your chart to figure out why you are the way you are and to not be afraid or ashamed of it um literally guys this episode blew my freaking mind so i'm so excited for you guys to take a listen um and as always if you love the episode um subscribe on apple Podcasts or spotify and then um share it share it in your post share it in your story leave us a review um any way that you can help us promote the podcast to get more people listening is incredible um and i'm gonna leave all the info to follow camille after this episode you guys are gonna want to follow her because you're gonna be just as obsessed with her as i am um i'm gonna leave all of her info in the show notes below as well so that way you guys have no problem finding her um yeah so enjoy this episode i know you guys are going to love it okay welcome camille how are you today i'm so good thank you for having me not a problem thank you so much for coming on the podcast i know like our guests are going to be obsessed with you um so tell us a little bit about yourself like a little backstory on you of course so my name is camille um i live in montreal Yes, fellow Canadian. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm an astrologer and um I call myself a spiritual sister just because um like I'm a spiritual teacher, but I don't like this relationship of a teacher and a student, a relationship of I know more than you, I'm better than you kind of thing. So with my clients, I like to really start off on the same page. Yes, I've done things that maybe they haven't done yet, but we're all the same. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. And so that's kind of my take on it. So yes, I'm a coach, a spiritual coach, um, and an astrologer. So obviously astrology is in everything that I do. Um, I do birth chart readings. And when I coach 
coach my clients through my um, eight weeks container, I still very much use astrology in everything that I do. That's amazing. Um, so how did you find astrology in your life? Um, actually, I think astrology found me. Okay. I, yeah, I, I grew up in a very atheist household. Like there was no really type of faith uh, when I grew up. And so I started really being into astrology just from like looking at Twitter and Instagram and seeing like these memes when I was like 16 and then like I would be obsessed with it and my obsession just grew bigger and bigger and I would research and research and buy books and literally at some point my boyfriend was like do you like do you have an exam tomorrow like what is this with these notebooks and this (laughs) I would come back from like my nine to five and like you know watch tv and relax but like I would be on my computer researching taking notes And so, yeah, I think astrology just found me and I just had an immediate passion and interest and, and it was kind of easy for me. I understood it very quickly and very well. So I am self-taught, but I've been researching this thing for like 10 years. So, oh yeah, that's amazing. Um, So what's one thing that most people have like a misconception of when it comes to astrology? Hmm. Um, first of all, that I think the compatibility thing is really not annoying to me. <laughs> not a lot of things annoying, <laughs> but um, just a misconception that your sun sign is everything. So your sun sign, basically, what's your sign? So I'm a Sag. Oh, cool. Of yeah. course you are. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I was like, does that surprise you? Yeah. No. Not. <laughs> Um, so basically Sagittarius, that's where the sun was when you were born. So the sun was in Sagittarius, but the moon was also somewhere. Mercury, Venus, Mars, Uranus, all these planets, um, have a placement when you were born. And so all of those things matter. And especially when we're talking about a relationship where your basic identity is not really who you are in a relationship, you're going to explore, uh, like on obviously like your sexual drive, your emotions, your instincts, your reactions to things, how you value things, how you show love to people, all those things are really important. And so when talking about compatibility, because as women, it's often something that I get asked about. So like when people know that I'm an astrologer, they'll be like, oh, I'm a Scorpio and my boyfriend is a Sagittarius. What does that mean? I'm like, I can't tell you that. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like every single person, like everything in their chart so different that it's not just like a black and white you're compatible you're not compatible no exactly and, yeah. and a lot of people are gonna i find in a lot of relationships even though the sun sign sometimes doesn't match i'll realize looking at the chart of someone that their moon sign is their partner's sun sign Got or it. that their partner's moon sign is their rising sign and so i can really see a lot of compatibility in that way that's amazing yeah it's cute um so my moon is in Virgo. So the full moon was on Monday and, um, that was like, a, it was, I felt that like crazy. Does that, does that make sense? Was that supposed to? <laughs> you got what? So my sun sign is in, sorry, my moon signs in Virgo yeah. and I felt the full moon on Monday like yeah. crazy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Is that normal? Of course, because the moon is really where your moon was. So there's this thing where I can look at your chart where you were born and I can look at the chart right now. And when I put these two on top of each other, there's going to be some things that affect you. So the moon 
um, during the full moon, the moon was on top of your moon. Okay. So that is directly affecting your very inner self, kind of your, not your darkest self or your shadowy self, but that part of you that is instinctive, that part of you that is emotional, that part of you that kind of no matter how much you grow, there's always this part of you that seems to stay the same. Um, this part of you that's very, very personal and very intimate, that part of you that maybe a few people see, like your mom and your best friend and your partner, like that type of thing, that very close part, like your heart kind of thing. Okay. That is your moon sign. And so when the moon is in your moon sign, obviously it really affects. And the Virgo moon was actually a super moon. So it was a very intense one. And so you more than anyone else is going to feel it because it's exactly where your moon was. Does Got that it. Make sense? Yeah. Um, okay. So I know this is like a lot of info, so we're not going to get fully into it, but um, talk about like houses and sort of like a little cheat sheet on like what they are where like the numbers what they mean and yeah cool yeah I love that I love talking about houses I think it's my favorite thing <laughs> That's um, amazing. um so basically your birth chart is kind of this photograph of what the sky looked like when you were born so we're taking this like wheel of like this picture of all the planets and this wheel this circle this 360 degree circle is divided in 12 pieces of pie those are the signs okay and then it's divided again in 12 houses but they're not going to be corresponding does that make sense we're yes. dividing it in 12 and then again in 12 and so the 12 houses are going to be, so basically the planets are the what? So Mercury is communication. So that's the what? Okay. Sign, which it's in, is going to be the how. So if your Mercury is in Libra, you communicate in a very balanced way, in a very objective way. So the what is the planet, the how is the sign, and the where is going to be your house. So where does okay. that show up in your physical reality, in your actual life? Does that show up in your identity, in your home, in your career, in your friendships? And you know what I mean? Okay. So your houses are something that's very tangible, very real. Um, and that's where we can really look at the things that are actually happening in your life. So Every house is typically ruled by a sign, just like the signs are ruled by planets. Okay. Does that make sense so far? Yep. <laughs> okay, cool. So <laughs> uh, the houses are ruled by the signs. So the first sign is Aries. Aries rules the first house. The second house is um, ruled by Taurus, the second sign, etc. Okay. And so the 12th house is ruled by the last sign, which is Pisces. And so when you start understanding a bit more about the signs, you can kind of understand what the houses are about. Because the first house is ruled typically by Aries. So the first house is going to be your self-identity, how you show up for others, who you are, and kind of how you see yourself. Okay. Your second house, ruled by Taurus, is going to be about money, material possessions, and self-worth. And isn't that interesting that like the same house, the rules self-worth rules money because like the yeah. that's yeah if like we were talking about like manifestation and stuff yesterday on your yeah. um and you're like everything's connected like everything so yeah everything inside of you manifests in your outer reality so i find it really interesting that this house is just confirming that for us that whatever your self-worth is 
it's going to be the same for your money situation. So then we have the third house that is communication, but it's also, it also rules siblings, how you express yourself, how you think and uh, yeah, siblings. And then the fourth house is ruled usually by cancer. So that's the home, the family, right? Cancer is very homey. It's the mother. And then we have the fifth house, which is usually Leo. It's the but also children. So okay. if you have children, I can kind of see how that goes. And that also rules creativity. And I find it so interesting. It rules actual children, but also like your inner child and like creativity and how you have fun. And that is going to show up like the same way you have fun is kind of going to be the same way you're with your children, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then the sixth house that is usually ruled by Virgo is health, routine, fitness, um, all of that, all the everyday, how you take care of your physical body. And then the seventh house ruled by Libra is obviously relationship and marriage. So I can see what, what that's like. And then I'm almost done, I swear. Yeah, no, no, go, go. This is amazing. Okay, cool. Um, eighth house is usually ruled by Scorpio. So that's going to be the house of like everything that's kind of taboo. Um, death, rebirth, transformation, sex. I was going to say, does sex fall into that? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, Scorpio is like kind of the ruler of that, which I think is ridiculous. Like why is sex in the taboo house? Like it shouldn't yeah. be. It's like that. Um, and then ninth house is ruled by Sag. So that's usually education and travel. Okay. Very Sagittarius topics. Yep. Um, then the 10th house is the one that I love to look at in my readings because obviously everyone is like, what is my purpose? What should I do in this world? What should I teach people? <laughs> yes. And, uh, one. right. <laughs> and the, the 10th house ruled by Cap. Capricorn usually um, is going to be the house of career. So it's not the house of like your nine to five or like if your career is the nine to five, that's good. But I mean, it's not like your job job. It's not, it's your career, your long-term, why you're here and how you're going to make the most money out of this life. Got it. That's Uh, 10th house. 10th house. Exactly. And it's a beautiful house to look at. Then we have the 11th house, which is ruled by Aquarius. So that's the house of friendships and community. And then you have the 12th house, which is ruled by Pisces. That's going to be spirituality and subconscious. Oh, and also addiction sometimes, because that's kind of a subconscious way to deal with unresolved feelings. So in the 12th house, sometimes we can see kind of uh, substance abuse kind of thing. Okay. Or like bad habits. Yeah, exactly. Okay, sweet. So if you're doing um, a reading for someone, do you touch on all of those topics like you kind of give someone an in-depth yeah because a lot of people now with like apps like CoStar and stuff like that they kind of look at their planets yeah and so I do the first thing I do is I look at the chart and some things are going to pop off right some things are going to come to me and I'm going to write them all but um also I go through all the houses which is a big part of how I do my readings that I haven't seen anyone else do it like that I'm really going to go through each of the houses and see like this part of your life is probably like this this and that is happening um and so that's how I do my reading instead of going planet by planet I go house by house okay and another thing that I do in my readings that is super important that not a lot of people um, know about is, do you know about like cardinal signs and fixed and mutable? No idea. 
Okay, cool. Okay, let me. <laughs> Two things that I love talking about that are very simple, and I'm sure you can like, or I can find it out for you after this. But like, it's super easy to to see what I mean. So there's four elements, right? Water, earth, air, and fire. Okay. So the first thing I do is look at what element is ruling your chart. Some people will have the four elements. Some people are going to be all air or all fire or have no water. And so that's really interesting when you start talking about someone and be like, you have no water. So for you, your emotions, it's really something foreign because the water rules intuitiveness and emotions and that soft flow of feminine energy. And so when you tell someone that it's really reassuring that there's nothing wrong with them. It's how they are and their superpower and their gifts are somewhere else, but their whole life they've been beating themselves up about something that is missing from their chart when they shouldn't be focusing on what's missing, but what is there. Does that make sense? That's amazing. Yes. So like for me, I don't have a lot of earth in my uh, chart, which I think shows I'm not a very, I'm a very grounded person, but I'm not a very organized person and I'm okay. a bit of a everywhere all the time. And so that makes sense for me. And when I realized that I could finally forgive myself for not being this person who's planning every minute of every day because who I am. Yep. So that's really helpful. So I'm coming into the cardinal mutable and fixed. So in it, each of the elements, you have three signs and you're going to have a cardinal sign, a fixed sign, and a mutable sign. So there's three modalities of the signs. So let's say Libra is an air sign, but it's also a cardinal sign. Sagittarius is a fire sign, but it's also um, a mutable sign. Okay. So those are the two kind of... Um, what do I want to say? The two characteristics of that sign. So you have fire. Once you know what fire energy is, you can really draw your own conclusion about what Sagittarius is, but also when you know what mutable is. So cardinal energy likes to start things. It's the leader of the zodiac. It's the sign that starts off the season. So Cancer starts off summer, um, Libra starts off fall, Capricorn winter, and then what am I saying? I'm missing one. Spring? Spring. Yeah, Aries. Okay. Aries. Right, spring. <laughs> like, what am I missing? Um, so they're really, they start off things. Um, and so let's say for me as an example, again, because I, I don't know, I have, I know my chart by heart. Yeah. Um, I have a lot, a lot of cardinal energy. And so, yes, I'm a very good leader, but I've always beaten myself up about not following through with things because I like to start things off. Oh, I, I hear that hard. That is like really. I would okay. Let's look at your chart after. <laughs> yeah, because Cardinal likes to start things, and like you'll start a million hobbies, or like you're like, okay, I'm all about this now. Like this is my new life. This is the new me. This is my new hobby. This is my new. Oh hobby. yeah, and then like, give you two all about this. Not <laughs> exactly, Girl. and then two weeks later, you're like, oh, never mind. This is my thing now. Yep, that is my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. And so that's cardinal energy for you. And then you have fixed energy, which is the builder. It's going to sustain energy. It's fixed. It's steady. It's always moving at the same pace. While cardinal energy is going to have that spark of energy and can go really, really high. But then 
go out of fuel kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Fixed energy is going to spend their energy very steadily and very slowly and at the same pace always. And so fixed signs are really good at sustaining things and almost taking cardinal people ideas and building on them. Does that make sense? It does. Cool. And then you have mutable energy. Mutable energy mutates the energy. And so they're very adaptable. Gemini is a mutable sign. Sagittarius is a mutable sign. So it likes to take energy and transmute it someone else, somewhere else. It's very adaptable. It can move quickly. It can change quickly. And it's all about taking that energy and transferring it. Does that make sense? It does. That's amazing. Cool. cool. So when you know Beyond just like, obviously, I go through all the, the actual planets and the actual houses, but just looking at those very simple things can tell me so much about who you are and can really validate why you've never been someone that you wanted to be. Like, why have I never been able to finish the projects or do things like that? So once I start focusing on what I'm good at instead of trying to be someone else, that's where I can really step into my magnetism and into my magic and really attract things that are meant for me and just have an easier flow with the universe because I'm not trying to always go against the natural current of who I am. I think that's so important. Oh my gosh. Right. I think that's, that's why astrology is so dear and near to my heart. And obviously I was into astrology before I was into like manifestation and all of that, but they just go hand in hand. Like you are a beautiful person. The whole freaking universe created you and there was so many planets and things um that made you who you are and it's just a waste when your whole life you're trying to be someone else mic drop right there <laughs> <laughs> so good um okay so before we get into like the rapid fire questions that i ask all the guests if um let the listeners know sort of where they can contact you for their own readings because after this like every single person listening to this should be contacting you because <laughs> you just gave like a wealth of knowledge in like such a short amount of time that I don't know like I'm just mind blown right now so let everyone know sort of where they can find you and how they can connect with you oh you're so cute reading. of course so my uh instagram is rituals and crystals so like rituals like the thing you should be doing every morning <laughs> yes. and crystals um and I don't my website is under construction but again I'm not very earthy I'm not very organized like I like things to be easy and fun and quick so just dm me and I'll let you know what uh when I'm available my readings are usually just we hop on a call for like one or two hours sometimes more whatever time you need I answer all of your questions I tell you what I see and it's almost like a mini coaching session. Again, what you got this from um, how I'm speaking of it. Like my whole job is to make you love yourself more and step into your power. And so it's a very empowering call. That's so important. Yeah. Oh, everyone go follow her. And I will put your um, Instagram handle in the show notes. So if you didn't catch where to contact her, you can just check the show notes. Cool. Um, okay, so let's do a little bit of rapid fire questions just so everyone can kind of get to know you a little bit better. Um, so what is one daily practice or ritual that you do every single day? Like something that no matter who's around, where you are, like it's something you have to do every single day. 
I would say my lemon water is the first thing that I do every every single day. It just makes me feel very good. Um, and then, so as soon as I wake up, I go do that. And then I take my lemon water to my altar and I meditate. I have to meditate. It, I, I just have to. I do. So I know like you asked for one thing, but there's no, no, go, go, go nuts. So I meditate. I'll usually do like a guided, um, chakra meditation, depending on which chakra I'm working on at that moment. I'm going to choose some crystals and then, um, I'm going to do my Kuan Yin mantra, which I love, which is all about stepping into more love and compassion and feminine energy and allowing yourself to receive more. So I love doing that. Uh, and then I have some money, um, money affirmation. So I do a, a little bit of like money work, feeling the feelings, manifestation, really allowing myself to receive, uh, and kind of connect with the energy of money. And, um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I do in the morning. But then throughout the day, my thing is really affirmations. Like I will hype myself up like all day, every day and like talk about things and go on a rent. Like I'll be driving and be like, Oh my God, someone just signed up for your coaching. Oh my God, someone else. I'm feeling so good. I'm so purposeful. Everyone is getting the results that I wanted and blah, blah, blah. And so I really start talking about my life like I want it to be. And I'll do that literally all day long. Amazing. Yeah. And then do you switch up your, um, your goddess mantras? Like I know you're doing Kuan Yin, but like, so I'm doing Lakshmi right now. Really? Have you seen anything different? Have you felt different? Um, I just started my 40 days. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, okay, let's do this. Um, do you switch it up or do you mostly stick with uh, her? Now I'm doing Kuan Yin. I'm not done the 40 days. Okay. I started Lakshmi a couple of times and I've never completed it, completed it, but okay. I think I was at a different point. Now I'm very, um, I'm very good with my ritual. So I think that's, okay. that's my next one. I think is going to be Lakshmi. Okay. Okay, we'll keep each other accountable. <laughs> um, okay, so what's something recent that you've manifested? Oh my God, everything. I was thinking about this. Um, literally everything, but like the very recent thing is this morning, um, my partner didn't go to work because it's raining and he works outside. And so we went for breakfast. And when I left, I was like, it'd be so cool if he paid for me and obviously he pays for me all the time, but like, that's just something that the small things that I manifest all the time is crazy to me. It's just like the things that I want, I always get. So it's not even manifestation. Well, it is manifestation, but it's not a process anymore. Mm -hmm. It's just me being aligned all the time and feeling so worthy and so on purpose that I know that whatever I want, I always get it. And so this morning that thought just popped into my head. I was like, I don't think I'm going to have to pay today. And obviously he, he paid for me, but that's like, everything is like this. Like I was going to my friend's house and I was driving and I was like, Oh my God, I feel so ungrounded. I would love to eat some like cherry tomatoes. And I just let it go. And then as soon as I walked into her house, she was eating a bowl of that's amazing. Cherry tomatoes. Like these things happen. I know it seems small, but these are the things that make your life so freaking magical, right? Obviously yep. I manifest, I manifest all my clients literally all the time. I think about them. Like I think about them before I go to sleep. That sounds creepy. No, like, I'll be like falling asleep and be like, 
I can't wait to meet my next client. Like I can't wait for her to really invest in herself and step into her power. Oh my God. Like I'm so excited for the transformation she's going to have. Like, I can't wait to meet her. I can't wait. Like what's her name? And I just like started like really wondering what is she going to be like? And obviously the last time I did that was last week and I woke up and someone had emailed me like, Oh, what are your packages? I would love to work with you. And that was I didn't do anything for that. I just thought yep. about it. And le- and I think that's um, what I love about the Kwan Yin Mantra is like, step into your power, give compassion and love to yourself so you can overflow and give to others. And what is meant for you is going to come to you. Oh, love that. Okay. So what book are you currently reading right now? I am uh, re-listening to um, Super Attractor. Yes. I kept seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. And I was like, okay, universe, I hear you. I need to re-listen to this. And obviously I'm just like not even halfway in. And I'm like, I've had so many haha moments and I've listened to that before. It's just sometimes you hear something at the right time and it clicks when it needs to click. Yeah. I love her so much. Me too. Oh my God. Me too. Um, okay. So what's your secret obsession? So something that not most people know about you. Hmm. Most people know pretty much everything about me. I'm an open book. Love but it. That I hide from people and I can see it in my kitchen now. I'm obsessed with hot Cheetos. Like I shouldn't be because it's horrible <laughs> for you. Like it's literally bright red and it's not like natural red. It's like very chemical red and it makes my tummy hurt for like days after. But like I'm obsessed with it. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Me okay. too. Hit and hate it. Everybody hate it. <laughs> Um, so we're going to throw it back to MTV Cribs. And if I were to pull open your fridge right now, what would I find? Cool. Um, lemons for my lemon water. Uh, like this pure love kombucha that is like hibiscus and rose. It tastes like a goddess, literally like goddess energy all throughout. I love it so much. And you would find also everything to make a veggie BLT, like fake bacon, tomatoes, and um, lettuce and mayo is always, always in my fridge. Like I eat BLTs like twice a day, every day. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Did you say fig bacon? Fake bacon. Oh, fake. fake. I was like, fig? I'm like, what? <laughs> That'd be cool. Right? Yeah. Um, okay. And then what is your favorite stone or crystal? I love um, celestite. So celestite is like a light blue crystal that really allows you to connect with your spirit guides. And it's really good for spirituality and growth. And ever since I started sleeping with it, I found that I go through a lot of lessons in my sleep. Does that make sense? Like you go through lessons in life to learn something and teach you something and kind of show you like, your beliefs and all and what you're bringing into your life and so when i sleep i'll go through like dreams and i'll wake up and be like okay lesson learned i got it it's okay that like it, i'm not allowing this to show up in my actual life like i learned the lesson in my sleep that's amazing yeah i love it huh okay so is there anything else that you want the podcast listeners to know um any little like nugget of wisdom that's just coming to your mind right now like just sort of you have the floor right now. Anything. Oh, cool. Cool. I love having the floor. Something that um, I talked about on the live yesterday that you were in um, is have more fun, find more joy, 
it's not that serious. Let go, like release control. Honestly, it's not that serious. Whatever you think is really serious right now, it's not that serious. Have some fun, have some joy, allow yourself to feel good. Stop having this stupid belief that if you feel good, it's going to be taken away from you because that is not the law. The law of the universe states that the more you feel good, the more you bring that in. And um, sometimes feeling good is the most courageous thing you could do and the most brave thing you could do, but it's going to change your life. I love that. Oh, okay. So I'm going to link all of your info in the show notes so everyone can find you, give you a follow and request those readings. Cool. Cool. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you. Okay, guys. So um, that episode was literally incredible. I can't. Um, so amazing. I literally had my notebook out and was writing notes the entire time. And I'm just going to go back and listen to it myself because it was so, so good. Um, so the affirmation, because we're getting back into this, guys. Um, the affirmation for this week's episode is... I am unique and that is my gift. I feel like that's something that we talked about in this episode is that um, every single thing that makes you you is so unique and that is your superpower. That is your gift. That is your like, that is what you take with you anywhere you go. It's that uniqueness. It's that thing that makes you who you are. And like Camille said, literally every single thing in the universe had to come together to make you the way that you are so you are unique you are incredible embrace that and that is your freaking superpower so all week this guy at least like all week i want you guys to um say this out loud say it in the mirror when you're starting your car in the morning like look in the little mirror and say it to yourself while you're like jamming to your tunes on the radio like i don't care where you say it but say it every single freaking day because it is so true i am unique and that is my gift Whew, such a freaking good affirmation guys um so like i've mentioned in some of my other episodes the way that i like to do my affirmations is looking in a mirror um mirror work is like super important and we'll talk about that in, in a episode to come but um yeah honestly like write it down write it on a sticky note to put it on your mirror in case you forget um anytime you walk by a mirror during your day even if you're like at work and you're washing your hands um by the way everyone wash your hands extra this week just because of what's going on (laughs) and as you're washing your hands for those 20 seconds instead of saying happy birthday or singing happy birthday in your head like they're recommending that you do literally look at yourself in the mirror and say i am unique and that is my gift and then think about or say every single thing that makes you who you are like that should be the new coronavirus hand washing procedure instead of singing happy birthday you say affirmations in the mirror while you wash and lather for 20 to 25 seconds that yeah there mic drop right there that is that is what i'm saying you need to be doing um when you're washing your hands because you wash your hands in your mirror and so do that mirror work do those affirmations while you are keeping yourself healthy by washing your hands yeah yeah 
So your journal prompt for this week also has to do with being unique and literally just like stepping into your power. And I want you guys to jot down five things that make you unique. Five things that make you you. That you are like the only person or not the only person because there might be more people in the world or the universe that have the same um, things as you. But not everything will be the same. So I want you to write down five things that make you unique. Um, and then literally celebrate them. Celebrate those things every day this week. So um, for me, what makes me unique is I am the biggest dreamer, like the biggest daydreamer and night dreamer and all daydreamer. Um, And that's one thing that I'm not ashamed of. And that's one thing that I celebrate every single day. The fact that I can dream the big dreams. Um, my smile is super unique. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that that smile is a little bit different looking the last couple of weeks. Um, but I'm still every single day thankful for that smile and my laugh and my positivity and my sense of humor. And guys, I can go on and on and on because every single day I celebrate what makes me me. And like, it is such a freaking game changer. So Honestly, today, it's not really um, anything heavy. It's not anything to sort of dig deep into. It's not any limiting belief stuff that we normally do. Literally write down five or more things that make you unique and then celebrate them. Every single day, look at that list. Like I write mine on my phone in my notes. Um, Celebrate those things and literally say like, that's what makes me me. That's why I was put on this earth that's why I'm here. That's why my friends love me. That's why my family loves me. That's why I get to do what I get to do every single day. Whatever it is that makes you unique, celebrate it and really, really embrace it because you were here to put, you're here on this earth to make a difference. You were here on this earth to really, really step into your power And it's those little things that most people don't even um, like focus on. And those little things that most people disregard because they're like, oh, that's nothing. It's something so small. Like, guys, my laugh makes me unique. And that is something that separates me from every other person in this entire world. And that is something that I celebrate because I love to have fun and I love my laugh. And I know that when I'm laughing and having a good time, other people are also having a really good time and that lights me up and that fuels me up and that really, really sets me apart. So it could be the smallest little thing, but it makes you unique. So you need to be celebrating that. Um, so that is the affirmation and the journal prompt for this week. And um, I want you guys to share what those things are with me if you feel inclined to do so. Literally write out your list send me a pic, tag me in it um, on Instagram. I love to see your posts and I will definitely share them um, because I love celebrating what makes every single person unique. And I know that if you're listening to this, you are like a little soul sister and um, we need to connect on things like that. So it's so important to just feel like we're in a community and feel like we're lighting each other up and really supporting one another. So if you feel inclined to do so, share your unique qualities and I will repost them because I will be celebrating right along with you. Um, 
yeah, so again, to find Camille um, and the journal prompt and the affirmation for the week, you can just scroll down to the show notes. Um, and if you loved this episode as much as I loved recording it and interviewing her for it, um, definitely give the show a follow and write us a review, rate us five stars and share it with your friends and fam because I feel like every single person can benefit from this podcast and this episode specifically. Love you guys. I hope you were having the best Wednesday ever. See you next week. So excited to be back in the game.